Welcome back to Keeping It Real. I'm your host, Ed Smith. And in today's episode, I was joined by my great friend, Guy, and we talked about um, his journey through high school, where he's at now, and where he plans on heading. Tune in and enjoy. As soon as I get me one, I'ma ring me up and tin it up. Try to tell my mama she don't gotta work no job. But she the one who taught her baby boy to hustle hard. Say don't you never put your trust in man, believe in God. Say it's some shit from way back in the day that left her scar. And these niggas love to hate, they rather go blind to see me winning. I just did the dash in a Maserati engine. Been all around the world, I met all kind of women. Took me to have my own kid to see it uh, then. How's work been? Good, bro. Good. What you doing? I'm doing just home remodeling. Yeah. Yeah, like taking like whole basements. Right now we're doing a whole basement and a whole upstairs, like just the whole house. And is, stripping is it this down. your your business? Yeah, it's my business. When did you when did you start that? Two. Oh shit. It's about two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. When did you were you working for someone since? So yeah, when so you I dropped would, out of school, would you would you start doing first? So when I first dropped out of school, I was started uh, working at a hotel. What hotel? The Sherrington. Yeah, and you just do maintenance. Or yeah, something like yeah, that. yeah. I was uh, I forgot what you would call it. I think I was like a lobbyman. And then uh, I saw Stevie there, Jordan. Jordan was working at the front desk. And I just saw that that like that's not a path. You know what I'm saying? I always I always knew, but that was just like income coming in. And then I switched over to granite, like mm-hmm. installing like granite countertops and shit. And then and then my journey went from there. I went from granite to construction, like carpentry to demolition, to siding, to tile. And I was like, hey man, it's, it's time for me to start working for myself. And then I had like $600 saved, like saved, just because I was putting my money on everything. And then um, I took the $600, took my mom's car, and I started like driving around, like talking to people, like posting, that I knew how to do jobs. I didn't know how to do much, but I was just like, I knew how to do it, but I never had the confidence to do it, you know what I'm saying? To do what? To like take somebody so like for me to come into your house like let's say your parents wanted like their fireplace done with tile yeah. I wouldn't know how to do that like I, I I know how to do it but I've never done it you know I'm saying yeah yeah so I I come in here and be like yeah I know how to do that <laughs> and then you just and then I do it it will look like amazing and they're like oh wow you're really young how'd you learn this? how to do it then because because I would work with tile you know what I'm saying like I I would see how it's done but yeah. no one really gives you an opportunity because they don't want you to grow yeah yeah so then like unless, until they actually have that trust for you they don't they don't like. You don't just show up to a company they're like, all right, man, this is how you operate a cat. This is how you do this. Because then you, you, you grow and then he has to pay you more because now you know. And it's just like, especially when you work with Brazilians, they always want to come out on top. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, they need an under, underman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So no one ever wanted to teach me how to, how to do anything. You know what I'm saying? It was always me just like watching the guy that I'm working with to learn. And then uh, and I just started doing it myself. And then now, now it's that's going good. How, well, how did you get your first, like, opportunity? Like, how did you gain someone's trust? It was just, so, th- I used an app. It's called Thumbtack, right? I went on that, and then I got, uh, I got a job in Burlington. And I walked in, and I didn't really, this guy was saying things to me that I didn't even understand. He was like, oh, so what kind of, like, what kind of thin sets, what kind of thin sets should I use? It was, like, natural or something. I, like, I just started spinning out, like, random stuff. I was like, I just natural, you know? And then um, when it came time to do the job, I demolished the floor, and then there was mold everywhere. So then I ended up demolishing the whole basement, like everything, like from the two by fours, like the walls, the ceiling, everything came down. And then and those things already knew, and I started contracting people to come do the job for me, and they would give me a price, like let's say they, they charge me a thousand, I'm charging the client like a thousand five hundred, I'm saying a thousand six hundred, and that's just for the walls, and then there's the paint, and then there's the plumbing, and then there's the electrical, and then there's the flooring, and uh, it's just everything, everything you can always add on top. And then I started doing that, 
and then it was making good money, but it wasn't making like I, I the way I saw it is I could be making a whole lot more if I'm getting the full amount. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then what I did is I I, I partnered up with a guy that knows how to do the jobs, but he doesn't speak English. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he does speak English, but it's really like broken. And then what does he speak Portuguese? Portuguese, yeah. yeah. He's, he's I've known him for like five years, but yeah, five years now. And then so now he's doing jobs, and I just get them, and then I go and help him when he needs it, and. And that's just that's just who you're rolling with, you and yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, me and him. And then I and then Miggy recently started too, and then I'm kind of rolling with him too. Like just yesterday, I did a job for him. And in, uh, in Everett. Yeah. Yeah, the guy's name is Ed too. <laughs> I went over there, did his job real quick. Maybe he still has to finish up, but the tile's all done and everything. So you like this job though? Like you, this feels like the path. Like yeah. you were saying, the the hotel route wasn't your path. You knew that. Yeah, yeah. So you, basically, your goal is just working for yourself. You don't really work for anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I respect the fuck out of that for sure. Appreciate sure, it. I totally feel the same way. Like coming out of college, like I really don't want to. I mean, all my classes are like. Not all of them, but we have a class each year that's like a career class and you like prepare for like applications and how to work for somebody and stuff like that. And like yeah. in my head, I'm like, I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's tough because I mean, you fucking did it. Like you, you, you did what you set up to do. Um, when you initially dropped out and were working for high school or working for the hotel and stuff, were you ever nervous? Like, oh shit, like. I don't know, not regret, but, like, maybe, like, I need to go back to school and finish yeah. this shit so up. So, ready? I wasn't exactly, I didn't exactly drop out by choice. Because my parents, they, they would never allow me to, to drop out. Yeah. Right. So, um, like, I come from a good family. Like, we got here, we were really broke. Like, when I first got here from Brazil, my toys, they would come from the dumpster. Like, literally from the dumpster. Yeah. Like, we, we would live in an apartment. And then at night, when it got dark and most families were asleep, we'd go to the dumpster and see what toys there were, what kind of clothes there were. You know what I'm saying? And like, my, my parents had no money, you know what I'm saying? My dad, he worked three jobs. He worked uh, landscaping in the morning, and then at, at night, he would work at Dunkin's, and then overnight, he would uh, clean stopping shops. Like He would like polish the floors. Jesus. And he was using cocaine to even stay awake, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was tough. And that's then, crazy. Yeah. So like growing up, I knew what like that, that's kind of what I wanted to work. Like seeing my dad, my dad, like now he's really successful. My dad, he makes a good amount of money now. But like, Oh, like growing up, I always wanted to be like my dad, like a hustler. You know what I'm saying? He's always working. Like he, he, and I've, I've never seen my dad sell drugs. I've never seen my dad drink alcohol. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, it was good to to see like a role model for me that, yeah. that's like really like dedicated to working. And then so that hotel job was because I dropped out and I didn't have an immediate place to go because I was so young. No one wants like a young kid, you know what I'm saying, yeah. to go work for him. Um, so every American place basically uh, told me I couldn't work for them. You know what I'm saying? too young uh I, i'm not a, i'm not a citizen right so the, the first one of the first thing that they ask for uh when you apply for a job is yo man you got a social yeah. hey man that ain't me you know what i'm saying <laughs> i don't got that but then, oh i'm sorry we can't put you on payroll like it's all good so and then i started my first job that i got was uh for was actually an electrical company it was a brazilian guy that goes to my dad's church and um That was like that was like the first construction job after the hotel. The hotel was mostly just to bring in income while I was w like looking for a job. You know and I'm saying, it's horrible, bro. Like it, you actually see how sad it is. You see like fifty year olds working for what fourteen an hour, thirteen an hour, after like before a discount. So like I don't know. It's 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 hard to see that. Even you see like people that are like, oh yeah, I went to college and I saw it's not for me, so I'm just doing this and. 
Yeah. It is what it is. Like they, It's just so sad to see how close-minded they are. And, like, how they set the bar so low for them. Not low for themselves, but they kind of accept, like, where they're at. Yeah, obviously, money isn't everything in life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like, money d- dictates everything. Money's going to dictate where you can go, where you can't go, where you live, where you can't live, what yeah. you can drive, and what you can't drive. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And, I don't know, working at those hotels or even, like, any kind of, like, 40, you just show up to do your hours and go home. And that's yeah. the best part of your day, going home. That's just... No, those minimum wage jobs are sad, bro. To see, like... It was sad for me, too, when I would work at, like, New Horizons or something because I was working with women who did that for three kids at home, and I'm just there for, like, spending money and, like, saving up for, like, as a high school student. You know what I'm saying? It just puts things in perspective where you're like, shit, like... Right. It is hard, and people can take whatever they can get, you know? Right. No, for sure, bro. And I, if society puts it into people's head that they can't do anything if you don't, like, graduate from high school, right? But mostly, I see, like, I don't want to put anyone, like, specifically on, ba- on blast, but, like, so, ma- so many people graduated from high school, and they still have some, like, horrible job. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, like they graduated, they went to college. I've even heard of, like, stories of, like, people that dropped out of a good-ass college and are, like, at Price Chopper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like... That, it's it's sad to see that because uh, th- those are the people that when they were in high school they were super respected by teachers like oh that kid's gonna be somebody and yeah. they see the the kid that that doesn't get good grades because he doesn't want to be in school and then they're like oh, that kid's gonna be a nobody I'm saying that, that that judgment is so wrong I didn't I didn't drop out of high school on, on purpose I wanted to st- at least graduate I'm saying in my in my head if I didn't graduate or if I did it doesn't didn't matter but for my parents it mattered you know. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, bro, I never did anything so crazy in school. Like, I've never got ones with anyone in school. I've never got caught, like, smoking weed. I've never smoked weed, but I'm saying, like, I've never, like, dead, like, the extreme that most people never have done. Never got trouble yet. Yeah. So the, the worst thing I ever did was get caught with somebody else's vape. That was, like, the the worst thing that yeah. I've ever done in school. And what's that, like, a two-day suspension? I don't even remember, bro. <laughs> I, know, I got suspended, and I, st- I went to go work. With uh, this guy, with the guy that I'm do- doing business with right now, <laughs> I went to help go help him out at a job. But um, yeah, it's just like they they kicked me out for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Just cause, all right, get out of here, kid. You know you're you're not getting good grades. You're, really? You're bringing, yeah. What did they say? And who said it to you? So it was it was it was Riley and Travers. They were so they were so determined to get me out of school. And then um, one day I showed up late to math class. Right, I was walking back from lunch. Went to the bathroom first. And then uh, went to, to math class, and she said, why are you late? I said, because I went to the bathroom. She's like, oh, you should have gone during lunch. I was like, I didn't need to go then. I was eating my lunch, and I was talking to my friends, and I just stopped by the bathroom. She's like, no, you can't come to my class. Go get a pass. I went to the, to the office. I, I was like, can I get a pass? I'm like, no, you can't get a pass. And I was like, all right. So then I go back to her class, and she's like, no, you can't come in here without a pass. I'm like, man, what, what, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And I started getting crazy with her, and then, um... It was kind of just, like, put it, like, okay, I was late, my bad. You know, like, just let me sit down in your class. Yeah, exactly. Like, I have nowhere else to go. You know what I'm saying? If you walk around the hallways, you're gonna get in trouble. Yeah. If you... You can't just sit in the office. So it was just, like... I don't know. And another thing that I hated about high school is how they, they treat us like we're kids. You know what I'm saying? They really do treat you like you're kids. You have to raise your hand to ask to go to the bathroom. Uh, you you have to put your phone inside a little yeah the, a little like you know what I'm saying it just it's they treat us like that because select few abuse rules yeah and, and I was that, definitely one of them then <laughs> that makes the whole group have to abide by those rules you know what I'm saying like if everyone in the room 
would pay attention and wasn't on their phone and like if and like right. I don't know if, if if when people went to the bathroom they really just went to the bathroom and came back then yeah right it's weird it's a weird dynamic because in college like you don't it's nothing like that like it's it's everything's completely different and it's almost because in school you feel obligated to go where in college you feel like you you want to be there because you're paying yeah, you're for paying it. for it you know yeah, what I'm saying be there, yeah. and it's weird because it's almost like you could we all could have had that mindset back in school like back in high school like I wish I could have changed my mindset and been like this is a privilege instead right. of this is an obligation right but like the way high school set up is it, it feels like an obligation because you go to six hours of classes back to back to back you get right. homework that takes an hour an hour right. and a half after well, school going to school is an obligation right no one has a, the freedom of choice of you know especially because I mean, you're also a minor and you don't know better you know what i'm saying like, yeah but it's like it, it, it's an obligation but at the same time it's a privilege like there's a yeah, lot of places no, yeah. you don't even get I that, agree that that choice agree to that. go to school you know what i'm saying 100 percent. and honestly i i feel like i took school for granted if i honestly if my cards were different like if i had a social security to go to college I probably would have already like grown up with that, like no, because I at one point I wanted to be a pharmacist. That's yeah. What I wanted to do, and then I saw like, man, I'm not even gonna be able to get a, a loan from the bank without a social security. You know what I'm saying? So how am I gonna pay for pharmacy school? Mm-hmm. And then so those, the, there's certain things that changed my mind throughout school, but um, I feel like teacher and te- teachers like they pick and choose who they who they want to like uh, to help out. Like for example, if you're if you're if you're an athlete. You're gonna get more privileges than than, than the troublemaker kid. You know what I'm sure. saying, and even if you're a troublemaker kid, but you're an athlete, they're not gonna they're not gonna like mess with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you're, you're giving off a bad example. Um, I never I don't know. I never liked school. Like the the I like a lot of teachers like Miss Palio, bro. I still want to go back and talk to Miss Palio. Just this whole Corona thing. Like I'm not even sure if I can step foot on camp on the on, yeah. that, on the school. But, um, like, I want to go back, talk to Miss Belial. Miss Belial, like, she always had faith in me. She's like, no, I know you're going to do great things. And it's just like, I want to go back to see Miss Belial. She was always so, res- like, she gave mutual respect. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what was that math teacher's name, bro? There was a math teacher. She was a new math teacher. She was so, like, by the book. Yeah. Like, you have to come in her class and you put your phone in the, in the little pocket. I never put my phone in the pocket. I'm not ten for for another woman to tell me to put my phone in the pocket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying she's like, "Oh, you can't. You have to sit here every day." I was like, "I'll sit there," and they would give us work, right? Math work. I'll go and do the work, and then I'd finish the pack, like the pack before everyone in the class. You can ask Miguel. You can ask who else? Uh, John. You know that little <laughs> John that works at Walgreens now. Yeah. Um, I would finish the pack before everybody else. I'm good at math, and then she was like, "Okay, now take this packet. Now go do the packet. Okay, now take this worksheet. Now do the worksheet." And it's like, it's, there's never an end. There's yeah. no time for you to stop and use your phone. It's like, you have to just do it to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then just, uh, I don't know. You want to say something? <laughs> no, <laughs> I get the, you, though. Yeah. Like, it, high school is set up poorly. I really do think that, like, we talk about kids having a lot of mental health problems. And, like, we have such a large percentage of kids having mental health problems in high school. And it's kind of like, when do you stop? and step back and look at the system. You know what I'm saying? Like what like we keep saying we have all these systemic issues and we keep just trying to like we keep trying to like fix a house on a broken foundation. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, so right. it, it's kinda like we need to go back and rethink the way we do school. Like the thing in college that makes learning super easy is you have to take it upon yourself to learn. And it, it 
I'm at an age, and everybody who enters college is at an age where they understand that and can do that. And that's, like, I keep saying we need to change school, but I don't know to what. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, there is a, in high school, like, it's the teacher's job to get the student engaged. But right. it's also the student's job to want to learn. Right. But, and, like, I don't know, because even back in high school, I felt this way, too. Like, I didn't want to learn. Like, I didn't, I wanted to just hang out with my friends. Like, right, I didn't right. want to do the homework. I didn't want to do anything. Like, I just wanted to play sports and hang out. And like, but you know who, what teacher did a great job doing that and they got fired? Mr. Rowe. Mr. Rowe. Mr. Rowe. He believed that if you get, a, if you do a test and you can do the test wrong, right? Yeah. He would sit down with you. He would teach you how to do it. You have to do a bunch of like papers on like the problems again. Then you go back on your test, you do the test corrections, right? And then he gives you a new test mm-hmm. and you get to try again. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then you get, and then you can enter your grade. They didn't like that. Yeah. Like, Mr. Mr. Riley, like, specifically, Mr. Rowe exposed everything. I don't even know if it's Mr. Riley, though, because it's, there's, like, higher, like, it's a, it's a district thing where we have these requirements by people who aren't even in the classroom. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's requirements by, like, standardized testing programs that aren't in the classroom, and they help make the curriculum, and it's, like, you don't even engage with the students. You don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, my mom's a high school teacher, and she has this problem with teaching students because, she knows how to make learning fun and she knows how to get kids engaged, but that's right. not what the tests want. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So it's it's just a tough, like, it's a balance that we, I guess we need to work on and we need to find at that level because, and even one of my professors was saying at school, he's like, what's the, we, he asked us a question and none of us knew the answer to it. And he's like, what's the point of high school? He's like, what do you guys learn in there? And then I was kind of thinking about it and it was like, I just figured out how to do high school. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it made me an adaptive person. It made me learn how to work with, like, whatever situation I am, for sure. But, like, in terms of tangible information, I haven't taken much from it. Right. And, like, but it did show me what I think is more valuable is a work ethic and way to work and way to work with people around me. Right. So, I guess that's what the point of high school is for, for sure. But it's... It's weird because, like, it was just technique. Like, it was just, like, right. learning how to take tests. It wasn't learning right, the right, information. Right. It was learning how to take a test. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it was learning how to, I don't know, just get shit done but right. not, like, enjoy it. And now I have projects in college where I'm like, oh, this is a topic I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to, like, I put thoughtful effort in it to it without trying because I just enjoy doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's hard because, I mean, at, at high school age, like, you don't know what you enjoy. You don't know what you want to do. And like, yeah. And I understand we all have to get like requirements and stuff like that, but there is yeah. little choice in what you can do. Like you could either take the easy class or the hard class. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, like, right. For the same subject. No, to be honest with you, elementary school is more powerful in like teaching us things. Like we're gonna we use today like what we learned in elementary school, not what we learned in high school. Yeah, like, for if sure. You were to really like think about it. Um, and middle school, like that's the basis of society. Yeah, literally, like it's like the most simple things is what you're, what you're gonna use. Like I don't, I've never used algebra. You know I mean, there is certain like, like the, I think that the reason for classes like algebra and calculus, problem solving. problem solving, and if you are going to do the college route, it's gonna get you through college faster. That's what I wish someone told me too. Is AP tests don't get you into college; they get you out of college faster. And right. I took a shit ton of AP classes, thinking like, oh, this will look good on a resume but right. at the end of the day don't give all they give a fuck about is your gpa and your your sats and like really yeah i mean they didn't really care about the classes you took and then if you had ap tests like if you scored a three or whatever the requirement above 
like then you could be exempt from that class in college and then finish early. Oh. So I wish that was. Someone else made clear to you. Yeah, because I always felt like it was like how you got to college, how you got into good schools was AP tests, but it really wasn't. Like that's just how you get through college faster. Right. But it there's a lot there, and like and like you were talking about in elementary school, how was it more? It was more beneficial like teachers my mom's running into this too in her school like teachers are having more pressure put on them in the sense that they're kind of being told they have to like not told but in a way they have to like start parenting kids like think about how many teachers kind of had to start acting like our parents at young ages because like they were disciplining us and like telling us what was right from wrong right I don't know, like, it's weird because my mom said she has, like, rude kids in her class sometimes or she has someone's, like, being disrespectful and stuff and she's like, I can't even picture, like, you saying that in a classroom because I raised you differently in the house. Right, right, right. And then I, like, we have to, we talked about it forever because there's some people who just don't have the same home as me. You know what I'm saying? And, like, so I, I think the value in high school is nothing to do with grades, nothing to do with tests, nothing to do with the information in the classroom. It's just a way of life, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, like learning how to respect authority, learning how to yeah, yeah. behave in public, learning how to have work ethic and work with others. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I took a lot from high school, but I wouldn't say any of it was from the classroom. Yeah, you know? 100%. 100%. So, I, I I totally get where you're coming from, for sure. And it does seem like a lot, like, when you're in the moment, it does seem like a lot of teachers are, like, out to get you and, like, pick favorites and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, like, they really are just doing their job, you know? No, 100%. And, and I, like, I think teachers are underpaid. Oh, for, for all, sure. For all the things that they go through. Like, there's certain teachers that just go there to do their job. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to, like, name out specific, but they just give you packets, stay on their computer, you know what I'm saying? Those are just the teachers that are like, all right, man, this is, the, yeah. this, is what, this is all I can do with my degree, and might as well just do it. But there's actual teachers, like for example, Miss Belial, she loves her job. Yeah. Uh, Miss Loftus, she loved her job. Uh, Mr. Padilla, great teacher. All um, the whole science department, in my opinion, they all like. That's why I'm still going in science in college, just because uh, of how interesting they made it. Right. You know, you know who I feel like didn't really like her job is Miss Ryan. Yeah, P- I mean, you hear people <laughs> talk about her, and she like. Yeah, she was yeah. a great person. Like she's she's nice, but she's just so. I don't know. I felt like she was kind of rude. Like, she just, I don't know, bipolar, but... Nah, I feel you. I mean, another, I mean, an example for myself would be Miss Georgie. Like, nicest woman ever, but she, we were in an AP class, we'd watch a crash course, do a word search, and then take a test. And right, then just right. do that over and over and over again. And, like, I mean, I guess this is a little thing, but I pick up on the little things. She didn't, when she taught, she didn't stand up and write on the board. Like, right. she would just sit from her desk and talk. Right. And, like, I don't know, I feel like my most... The, my favorite teachers were moving around the room, getting shit out. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Writing on the board, like yeah, because whether they believe it or not, like a teacher makes like all the difference in a kid's life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to engage that student. No student's just gonna walk in and want to learn math. No yeah. kid's gonna want to learn, walk in and learn, and like you know what I'm saying, anatomy. No kid, like it, it's just like you have to engage them. You have to say, no, this is this is interesting. Just sit down and learn. Like, I don't know, there's teachers that will go out of their way to get you. Like engage to get yeah. you interested to show you that that you need this or, you, or whatever. It's hard. It is. I really, I genuinely believe all teachers. I mean, ninety percent of teachers are like that and want to get you engaged. But it really is like standardized testing that holds them back in like mm-hmm. the district that makes them follow certain curriculum and makes them 
administer certain tests. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. if the goal of school was just, if we th- like put aside grades, and we focused on those life skills that we're already learning from high school, and like then just tried to add a little bit of information. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the way we're doing it, I didn't retain any information, so why not try to switch it? Yeah. You know, like why yeah. not try to switch it in a way that's fun to learn? And th- it's like, I the. The reason people say no is because then you have people who would slack and then you have people who would like, who would take advantage of the system and stuff like that. And it, it almost comes, I mean, this is a question of this time period, like, at what point do you give up on helping the majority because a select few will take advantage of the system? You right. Know? Well, you can't, you can't place a kid that doesn't want to be in school in the same class with people that do want to be in school. Yeah. How you do you dictate saying? if you want to be in school or not you, at that well, young you, well, age? You can tell. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, me, I made it pretty obvious to every teacher that I did not want to be there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I do not want to be here. I'm here because I What else did you want? Like, what else did you want to be doing? Just working? Yeah, working. Like, for, like I wanted to get experience. And I, I'll tell my dad, he's like, no, you have to graduate high school. You have to do it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, all right. So I was just there because I still live with my parents. You know what I'm saying? I can't. There's nothing I can't. Like, I can't just say, no, I'm dropping down. That's it. You know yeah. Saying? So um, I, I never wanted to be in school. But they'll put me in class with people that want to be in school. So I'm not going to give the same energy as them. I've never, I've never had that, like, uh, I've always had a problem with, uh, like, respecting authority. You know what I'm saying? I'll respect everyone that respects me, but once they disrespect me, that's something that you learn when you mature. It doesn't matter. Like, if I had the same mentality that I have now when I was in school, I would have respected every single teacher. You know what I'm saying? Even if they disrespected me. Were you saying you disrespected teachers before oh, they disrespect you? In, 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 sometimes, yes. Like, just because, like, I didn't want to be there. I don't want yeah. to be like, man, I'm fucking here, but I'm just thinking about, like, going back to work. Like, I work at a Chinese restaurant after. Just because I couldn't work a full-time job, you know what I'm saying? But after, I was like, man, I just want to get out of class. I want to go to my restaurant, get as many hours as I can, and, and go about my day. Um, homework, all throughout, like, sophomore year to junior year, I never did one homework assignment. It's just like, my that's, that's, like, another thing that would just kill my grades was not doing homework. But I was just never, like, I don't know, I, I would, I would, I never had respect for authority. Whether it was a police yeah. officer, whether it was... The only authority that I respected were my parents. Mm-hmm. That's it. Other than that, I didn't respect anyone else. And they would they would try to put that into my head, like, no, you have to respect everybody. I'm like, well, if they don't respect me, I'm not gonna respect them. And that's something that you learn when you mature. You know what I'm saying that's that's a uh, that's being immature. You know, what I'm saying? immature. And you learn that once when, once you like once you get put on the floor by a police officer and you realize when you go to court and you realize that you don't you don't run shit. You know what I'm saying you're a nobody. You're yeah. saying you you that, that's not how it works. And in, in high school, it's just so much testosterone. <laughs> it's just like yeah. you, you think that you, no, no you you were you were always a good kid in high school. But I'm saying like, Appreciate it. I don't know, like somebody I always looked up to in high school. Not looked up to, but like I, I I I, I don't know. I don't know the right word. Admired. For it. Yeah, admired. Yeah, is Stevie. You know what I'm saying? Like the, he's like the ex, like the example kid. You know what I'm saying? Stevie Lou. Yeah. Alec. So those were those were kids that always like admired in school. Like, man, how do they have the energy to come out here every day, play sports, still do their homework, still be in like honors and AP classes and all that? But that that was just never the that was never my my intention because I knew that I couldn't get into college anyways. So my thing is just like I'm just here because I have to be here. Yeah. I never I, I took I took school. F- I don't say I took it for granted, but I never saw any interest in school. I never saw any vision. Did you ever school. think about Asabet? I did think about Aspen. I didn't go to Aspen because of, like my friends are all going to MHS. Yeah. And whether I, would I have graduated at Aspen? Probably. 
like a hundred percent because that's something that I'm more like involved in. I'm saying that that'll probably have eased my head a lot more. Like, all right, I'm getting experience here. But and by your senior year, you're actually just working. You're not even yeah, in school. Yeah, but just from my grades in the eighth grade, I wouldn't be able to get into Asaba anyways. Really? Yeah, I was failing, bro. I did you you didn't apply or did you apply there? No, I never applied. They told me that you needed to have at least like a, a like your I don't know. I failed like English. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So like I failed English and I failed science. So I never, I just knew I wasn't going to get in. You know what I'm saying? You have to have at least decent grades to go to Asaba. But, yeah, tech schools are, I think, also, like, a part of the answer. Because, for me, a tech school never really would have been my thing. Because I didn't really want to go down that road. Right, right. And, like, that's where I made the decision to go to Marlboro. And then that's where I felt like that, like, I, I enjoyed learning. You know what I'm saying? Like, I enjoyed yeah. the classroom. Like, I actually did enjoy math classes and science classes like history and writing weren't like weren't really my thing but like right. the classes I did enjoy like I, I would get good grades and have my full attention and then like the ones that I didn't enjoy I just get the work done you know what I'm saying right right but whereas like you you didn't like that any of the classes and you weren't like you know what it was though Ed you were more mature than I was you know what I'm yeah. saying that's that's what it came down to me is you were you were more mature you know what I'm saying you understood and and when you're, what your parents are drilling into your head that you have to respect authority, that you, you know what I'm saying? You, you yeah. absorb that. You and I saying? also have an older sibling who, like, set the bar pretty fucking high. Like, she was, like, second in her class. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, and right. I'm like, oh, fuck, like, yeah. I don't know. I need to, I need to do something here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm you saying? See, I'm trying to do that for my little brother right now because, obviously, I'm, I'm the first, I'm, I'm the firstborn. I'm the oldest. How so many siblings do you got? I have three. I have a little brother that's uh, 14 and a little sister that's four. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to like I'm trying to teach him to go through school, you know what I'm saying? And then um he, I don't know, he he's not doing good in school. But then I brought him to work with me and I showed him that work is not easy, you know what I'm saying? It's not just oh yeah, let's let's like, like let's break this wall and put it back up. It's 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 10 hours. It's long. You get 30 minutes for lunch, right? And then and it's not paid. And I I purposely give him a hard time so that he doesn't want to do the same thing that I did. I'm lucky that I got out of it in two to three years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the, the, I'm lucky that, that I found a way to get around it quick. But the, the the amount of suffering that goes into it, especially at a young age, like you see all these like 50-year-old guys that they've been doing it for years, so their body's used to it, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But it's just like, it's tough. And then uh, he went through it, he's like, yeah, I don't want to do that, but I want to be in this area. I like seeing things get done. And then, so we, we I, I, me and my parents are drilling into his head for him to be an architect or an interior designer or something that, you know, at least he'll get, he'll make my parents proud in some way, you know what I'm saying? Cause my parents, they never, they were never, they were always scared of what I was going to do with my life up until like two months ago, you know what I'm saying? When they saw my first check. Really? Like, yeah, for like the first job that I got, the first deposit, that's when they're like, all right, this kid's, this kid's doing something, you know what I'm saying? And then like. Were you, you felt like you weren't making him proud at first? No, I knew, see, I, I've always wanted to make my dad proud. And he, it, I was doing it in the wrong way. Because for me to make my dad proud was for me to go and be a doctor, for me to graduate, go to college, study, leave his house at like the age of like 32. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That, that to him, that's what made him proud. Um, what I did definitely didn't make him proud. He cried when I uh, got kicked out of high school. He sat there and he's just like, what are you doing? Like, I was like, dad, trust me, it's going to be all right. I don't know how I was going to do it. Like, the first company that I tried was uh, car detailing. Yeah. I like doing that. I like cleaning cars. <laughs> and then I was making like, what, 150 a day? Like at first, like, because I charge one car, I clean one car a day, it would be like 160, 180, 150, depends on how what package they would want. But it just wasn't making money like that. At the end of the day, I'm spending like 13 hours on a car to make $150. And, and 
not including the materials that I'd use and all that. So at the end, I was probably making like 120 profit, 130 profit, which just wasn't enough. And then over, I came to a certain point where I was like, it, I was dry, no jobs. My I'm using my savings, it's going down. And so that, that was my first, like, considered like business failure, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then, um, so mo like a lot of people, if they go through what I went through at that time, like for example, I wouldn't have, like, there's been times, I have a girlfriend we've been there for like almost two years now. There's been times where I didn't have money to take us out. So I'll tell her I'm too tired because I didn't have money to pay for her, for hers as well. Because every time we go out, I pay for me and for her. It doesn't matter if she has money or not, I'll pay for me and her. And I didn't have money, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, no, baby, I'm too tired. Let's just chill, you know what I'm saying? Knowing damn well that I'm hungry. And then uh, I was like, oh, I'll buy you something. And she's like, no, if you're not going, I'm not going to go either. And I was like, all right. So it was just like I've been through a lot of shit, like, uh, money-wise. Been, it's been to the point where I had to get to a job I didn't have money to put in the car, like, for gas. Yeah. Um, I always figure something out. I always figure something out. I get it done. But, um, like... Do you feel a little se like secure now? Yes. Like you feel like what yeah. you're doing is. And good. even before, even before, I knew that I was gonna like. I always knew what I wanted. Like my my, I, I just needed capital. You know what I'm saying? I want to be in real estate. Mm -hmm. Right. I want to get. I want to buy a house, like some shit ass house. Renovate the hell out of it. Sell it or rent it. You know what I'm saying? Rent it out. Um, so that's that's like my my goal. But there, there's gonna be times where you're in such a deep hole. Mm -hmm. Like like. You're you're not gonna see the the light anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's just like you got you gotta focus on what you want. Like, and my dad's always told me something like a bad day. Like this this literally like whenever I go through a tough time, is this is why I think about like a bad day, a bad month, or a bad year isn't a bad life. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter. You could be at the like my life changed like dr like drastically. That's from, a good quote. From like three from three months from now, I was in a whole different state. You know what I'm saying? No, four months from now I was in a whole different. You know what I'm saying? So like your life can go to like zero to a hundred. It also goes a hundred to zero. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying you just can't give up. And I don't know. Like I have so many people. People even people in school. They're like, oh, bro, you dropped out, right? You're doing good now. It's like, oh, should I drop out too? And I was like, hey, man, <laughs> do not drop out, bro. Like use your time. Think about what you want. Because um, when you get thrown out in the in the real world, like there's there, I don't want to say there's two types of people, but there's this certain type of person that drops out. Mm -hmm. wants to sell drugs and play video games or even people that are graduating are doing this they graduate and they try to play video games all day sell their little drugs make a hundred and eighty dollars a day and thinking that they're they're breaded but real like realistically they're spending eighty dollars ninety dollars to buy that weed to yeah. sell and make like another eighty to ninety dollars profit and then their mom's making food but they're still ordering out so then that's another like twenty thirty dollars a day for food mm -hmm. And they're living off of forty dollars a day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're still living with their mom. Like they go buy a new belt, post it online. Yo, people new belt. Yo, yeah. yo, who got wheels? And then post it on. You know what I'm saying? Who can scoop? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just like. Nah, I get you. It's like prioritized a yeah, little bit. Like there's the go getters and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And like anyone, even like people that did graduate from school, and that want to start their own business. It's not easy. You know what I'm saying? It is not easy. When people tell you, oh, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Like, like my dad always told me, like, he always told me, like, if it were easy, everyone would do it. And I was like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But there's some times, man, where you feel like giving up. There's some times where it's deep. What did you do when you felt like giving up? I, I, I would celebrate. Even, even like, for example, I was, I was working at a house and I bust a pipe. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? So it started leaking and leaking. I went, closed the water. And every time I'm with my girl, I, I celebrate with her. I'm like, hey, man, lost money today. Let's celebrate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
And she's like, what are you doing? Like, you gotta celebrate your losses and your wins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, whatever. Like, it's just, like, always being positive. It's remaining positive. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I go to a house and it just catches on fire and my insurance doesn't cover it, <laughs> it's just gonna be like, hey, man. It's, it's, it's bad right now, but two years from now, it's just gonna be something I'm gonna look back on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You just can't, you can't get caught up in the moment. Like, oh, like, oh, my, like. Let's say you're installing a floor and then you go bump into a pipe and breaks the pipe. It's leaking water everywhere. Destroyed your whole job. Obviously, it's like ah oh, shit. It's an issue. It's an ah oh, shit moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But instead of just standing there like oh bro, it's gonna ruin everything. Just get it done, bro. Like you know what yeah. I'm saying? Go fix, fix it. it. Learn from it. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's a it's a. It, but you're never gonna do that again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're gonna be more cautious of where you're stepping. You're gonna be more cautious of what you're doing, and it's a, it's just an expensive lesson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a hundred percent. I was just I finished David Goggins book. I don't know if you ever heard of him, the Navy no, Seal guy. Uh, he's a pretty crazy guy, and he is he the one that gave that speech on uh, make your bed or no? Make no 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 that's, that's another guy that's that... a different guy. But um, he he's talking about like how he would train for like triathlons and like crazy ultra marathons, like two hundred mile races and stuff like that. And he would like a lot of times he was just crazy, crazy feats of strength. And he he tried to break the pull-up record for pull-ups in a day, and it was like 4,020, and he did 4,030. But it took him three tries, and after each try, he was like, I was still content with failing those two times because I learned how not to do it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, then I, like, he, he would assess every single, like, he... He called it an AAR, and they did it in the SEALs after every, like, recon mission. They would do, like, what went wrong, what went right. Right, right, right. He goes through everything that went right, and then everything went wrong, and then how you're going to fix it. And he said every failure was almost, like, more satisfactory than a, like a, than a success because you are progressing. And, exactly. And, like, progression exactly. is the, the greatest drug, you know? Like, just mm -hmm. knowing that you're getting better is literally the greatest thing in the world. So, I totally get what you're saying, like... Yeah, shit sucks in the moment, but you just gotta be like, fuck, let's deal with it, let's exactly. keep moving. Like, Man, you can't fear failure, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't fear failure. Failure is a part of the process, you know what I'm saying? Like, For literally, sure. it is. Um, you'll go to houses, I've driven to houses that are like an hour and a half away, and the client's like, yeah, like, like I, want it, I want this done, I want this done. You spend like two hours at the house just talking to the client, writing down what they want. And then you go, you go home, you work on like another hour, give them this guy price for everything, and then you send them the price, he's like, oh, thanks. And then he never gets back to you. I'm saying so. Those are those are like that's what I consider a failure. Do they get? Do you get charged for? Uh, do you charge him for that? No, I I give free estimates. You know what I'm saying that's something that not everyone does. Yeah. But I go ahead and I do it. Um, but it's just like to me that's that's like a failure. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm wasting my time. Like my yeah. my hour now. If you we were to calculate how much I make an hour now, is it's not worth for me to go out. I'm paying to go do that. I'm saying this damn truck is taking all my money with uh, with gas. It's insane. Yeah. Um. Uh. But it's just like. That's what I consider a failure now. But at the same time, that's still like you're yeah. learning how to get better at making estimates. Yeah, but it's just like it, it's you're part. Not it's, you're money. not gonna you're gonna lose most and you're gonna win some. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, the ones yeah. that you win are gonna you know what I'm saying? And that's just part of the process. Like I've told my dad, like right now I'm doing okay, but this could all go to shit. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I I could fail this, but whatever it is, like I don't know what my what my life like I don't know what's gonna bring out my capital to what I need to buy a home. Mm -hmm. But it's, if it's not this, it could be anything else. It could be like flipping patties, like make, make my own burger shop. It could be selling, yeah. I don't know, it could be whatever, you know what I'm saying? I just I just know that if it's... it's Would got, you say it's you have a lot of interest, so you just don't care what you're doing as long as you're making money? My, my Yeah, my, my interest is making money. Yeah. That, that's my interest. It's just like, I, I want to be very successful. Mm -hmm. I want to, like, my, my goal, like, I don't want, I don't like saying... What's your definition of success? When you When you don't have to work anymore. 
know what I'm saying? When you when you have enough money to give away, that's mm-hmm. that's my like. It's not it's not driving a Bugatti. It's not giving a Ferrari. You know you know what I'm saying? It's it's when you can give away. That's probably what I say is the is when you're when you're yeah. when you're like there's that. A, there's a lyric in a song that I was just listening to, and he's like, "You can't call me rich till my mom stops working." Exactly. I, I think exactly. That's such a fire line. Yeah. Like that's literally yeah. Like when you I don't know. Like even when I go to Boston. Mm-hmm. I don't just give homeless people money. You know what I'm saying? I sit down and I talk to them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey man, like, what, what's going on? Like, I don't, I don't judge them. Yeah. But I want to like listen to their stories, and some of their stories are so stupid. Like, not even trying to be rude. It's just like the like. Thinking, I mean, like, most of them are is. incompetent, to be honest. Like, yeah, they're. T- it's so sad, bro. Like, in Boston, so many of them like aren't even real. Like, I hate to say this, and it's gonna come off like soulless, but like, not our, aren't real people in the sense like that obviously they're real people they're real bodies they're real like souls but like they don't act like it, it feels like nothing's there like it feels like an like not i don't even want to say it. it just sounds rude as fuck saying this but it feels like no i know how you feel because like i just it, felt rude as hell saying that it sounds so stupid you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, say it's it, just like. interpretation of it but like it's like almost like a, like when you look at like i don't know like a like a deer like it, it's something's missing you know what i'm saying like it's like some like obviously it's in the way they interact with you, a lot of them, not all of them, of course there's some who are geniuses and smart and talk to you and stuff like that and just had horrible cards, but then there's a lot of them who got sucked into this drug world and are still in that drug world and most of the times oh, you interact yeah. with them, they're on drugs and uh-huh. you just see that and it's like, it's it's like just watching a body go around and like, this one guy, he's always asking for money and like, I gave him a dollar one day and then he, he like saw in my wallet I had more money and then he's like, he's like, give me the rest of that. And you know what I'm saying? And it's just almost like, yeah, no, I don't I know. Like they, they, a lot of them just the, like the drugs, bro. It's, it's, it's addicting. Like it's, I mean, it's all they care about lives, is getting yeah. money to get the drugs. The drugs and then alcohol, once they're yeah. hot, like done being high, it's just back to getting that money right. to getting the drugs. You know what but, I'm saying? That That's what I feel bad about. You know what I'm saying? Cause some, I think about that. Like sometimes I'll go, I'll give somebody money, right? And I'll talk to them, I'll sit there, and then I go home. Like, usually it's when I'm on a date with Roberta in Boston. Mm-hmm. I go, I sit with them. And then I go back, and I go home, and I'm just laying in my bed before I sleep. I'm like, dude, if I could if I could take that guy out, like, with me, just to, mm-hmm. j- just to work, and for him to see that everything, it's possible. It's crazy, because, like, they don't, they don't even see you. Because like, they're stuck. They're stuck, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're stuck, and they're, that's all they know. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like going to freaking Crenshaw. You know what I'm saying? All those kids know is... What we roll with, you know what I'm saying, and you, that's your protection, that's your home. Then they don't they don't see like making it out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all these all these rappers, they made it out, but all those kids they don't see it. Like oh, I'm gonna go to school, I'm gonna get a degree. Obviously, there, there's some parents that just drill that into their kid's head, and even for those kids, it seems impossible because they're from a certain place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's just like that's all those homeless people know. And like for example, I saw I sat and talked with this guy, and his situation is so stupid. He's homeless because his girlfriend kicked him out of his house, his own house. It's his house. They say things They're like they, I I totally agree with a lot. Of, like some, I don't know. There's certain ones. Like I remember this guy. He was telling me like this super sob story, and then when I walk away and I started talking to someone else, they're like, "Yeah, that guy's homeless because he uh, like he raped a bunch of people, got out of jail, and no one helped him, and now he's stuck on the streets." You know what I'm saying? Oh. So like they tell you stories that seem like that. I don't know, it's like you want to feel bad for them and you want to help them because they're human beings. Exactly, and yeah. A, a lot of them have shit cards, but then a lot of them have made mistakes that got them in that place. Exactly. And like, 
there's no program to get them out. Like once exactly. you hit the bottom, there's no one there to help you out. You know, yeah. like the the homeless shelter give them a place to sleep, but during the day they kick them out and they tell them go get jobs. You know what I'm saying? It's like who's gonna hire them? No one's gonna yeah. hire them. They, it, it's it's just a tough scenario and like. I can't really speak on it myself either because, like, I do know a lot of it's situational and a lot of it is the cards that they're dealt, but I do know a lot of it is drug abuse. Yeah. And I know that that's a choice at first, yeah. you know? This is something I've talked to Robert about is that, like, I want to grow my company to a point where I can hire homeless people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, give them a car. Like, it, it could be a shit car, but it's going to be a car. At least a that's place a for home. them to sleep. Exactly. And I don't know. I, I, with that, I, I, I'm expecting to be betrayed. Because I've seen a lot of stories where people help homeless and they only get betrayed by it. Yeah. Like uh, they'll go, they'll take them, they'll they'll steal from you. They won't show up because it's a it's a lack of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, I just that's one of the people that I feel like so bad for is homeless people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Imagine not having a place to sleep, bro. It's crazy. It's and it gets cold, bro. It gets cold I as know. fuck out there. And I like know. a lot, of, dude. The saddest thing is when I don't see someone with shoes, bro. When they yeah. don't have shoes, I'm like, ah, oh, that's like. I don't know, it's just crazy. And the craziest part of it all, bro, is like the, I mean, I'm not trying to get political here, but the people who are at the head of our country and make the decisions and call the shots have enough money to give each and every person a chance in a home. Yeah, and but they, they won't value it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they keep like, telling us to- Like, you're gonna take a random cracky off the street, he's not gonna value it. He's gonna yeah, take yeah. that money, he's gonna he's gonna expect them to do more. Like that guy, you, you showed him a yeah, dollar, yeah. he expected you to give him more, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's just like, Nah, I get that. Mm-hmm. But at the like, at the same, what, what I'm getting at is kind of like exactly just the saying. wage gap, bro. Is like how there's so many people with such an immense amount of money that could help so many individuals like that. Like, yeah. you're someone who needs to still help yourself, and you're already thinking of others. Where there's people who are sitting at the top, calling the shots, telling us what to do. Right. Like all the politicians being like, it's okay. Like, we're we're gonna keep um like. I don't know, keep quarantining, keep shutting down businesses while they sit in their perfectly fine homes and they don't have to worry about money because that's just their life. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. they make the decisions for people of, like, for lives that they don't experience. Yeah. And I just, it feels fucked up because, like, I don't know, it's just crazy. Like, you, you see mm-hmm. these multi-millionaires and billionaires like Jeff Bezos and stuff and, like, they could help so many people with the amount of money they have, right, and but, they just decide not they, to. But they do, though. Like, like they do, but charities. But I, get, just, I, I mean, you don't really see that helping anyone. No, I. This is. It's. I mean, I guess this is where like a lot of arguments come in. Is yes, they do donate to charities, and they do give millions. But to the amount of money they have compared oh, to the amount of yeah. money we have, no, that's that's just change. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And like, obviously, anything helps, but. It's at the point, like, where you are trying to make, like, a living that right. helps other people. Whereas right. they're trying to, like, just help people to say that they're helping people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you right. generally feel passion, compassion for the people in the streets and, like, want to give other people's opportunity where they're like, oh, people want to see me helping people. I'll do it. And I'll throw money here and there. Right. And, but, like, at the end of the day, it's still mine. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's just crazy. Like, co- what college has taught me is a lot of the problems in our country is the wage gap and how how we're all scrapping for to live in middle class one yeah, middle class and uh, like the wage dude the gap is the greatest gap ever ever like yeah. back in the french revolution the gap wasn't even this big you know what right, i'm saying like right. it's just ridiculous how much money the higher ups have and how we are all still like fighting to right. survive up here. have you ever read rich dad poor dad no dude 
please read it. I have a book. I'll give it to you if you want. I'll like, read it for sure. Like, it's... That's one of the things that changed my mentality. OD. I've read it, like, three times already. Um, it's not... The wage, gra- the wage gap is a choice. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, there's, like, a... Like, for example, I'll use my dad as an example. He's not somebody that wants to grow more than where he is right now. You know what I'm saying? Money doesn't come from working. You're never going to become rich working for somebody else. You can become well off yeah. working for somebody else, but you're never going to become rich working for somebody else. That's that's the unfortunate truth. You know what I'm saying? Um, becoming becoming rich is like, it's all, it depends where you're investing your money. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are so, they're like, oh, I don't make, I make, I make, tw- let's say $1,200 a week, mm-hmm. Right. I'm only going to become more rich when I get a raise and I'm making $1,500 a week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not how it works. It's from that 1200 how much of it are you spending? How much are you putting it away? Are you putting it in a 401k? That's going to, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to do anything for you. It's going to do it in the future. But I'm saying, what if you take that money, right? Let's say you spend only $500 a week. I'm saying, like, let's say you spend $500 a week. Where's the rest of that going? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are you letting it sit somewhere? Or are you taking that money and you're investing in yourself? How are you investing in yourself? Are you putting that money away to buy a house and rent it out? You know what I'm saying? You have to make a, a, a you have to make money for you with that that that's twenty four seven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether it's like a, whether it's a real estate property or whether it's a it's a it's a business or or stocks even. Like I see a new thing going around now. It's like forex. I, I I personally don't do that. I don't I don't believe in money like that. But it's just like people people always there's so much complaint like if you read rich dad poor dad you'll, you'll understand everything i'm saying it's like a lot of people think that their life is only going to level up when they get a raise yeah but that's not what it is you know it, it's no i get what you're saying and because the wage gap is a choice it, it it's what's handed to a certain people like donald trump donald trump probably wouldn't be in his position if it wasn't for his dad you know what yeah. i'm saying it's not probably he wouldn't like yeah. obviously he's made some smart business moves but he's also made some really stupid ones mm-hmm. and having his father's money to sit back on is mm-hmm. you know like and I don't know this is where I have the argument with myself like yeah the wage get like it people say that there's only like three ways to become a billionaire and it's like create a monopoly uh, have generational wealth or um, be handed a business something like that like and I don't believe in that necessarily too because then you see people like Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg, where they did create businesses out of 20 hours of work, and Elon Musk, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they weren't they weren't born well off. So I totally get that, but it, I, I agree with that. It, like, it isn't, like, it, it's all situational, just like everything. Like, there are certain people who are just born into ridiculous amounts of wealth, and right, there right. are and certain yeah. people who are just... Exactly, who, and no matter what, they're gonna, you know what I'm saying? I want my kids to be like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want them to always have something to fall back on, but obviously, I want them to like understand that the life isn't easy. Like, yeah. like my little brother, whatever he wants with me, he'll have. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it's just like I want him to understand that it's not easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like there's so many rich people today that it's all just handed out, and they're yeah. only getting richer. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because their kids are only gonna make more money, and they're taking what their parents had and just adding on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of people that have bad cards, like Steve Jobs. Bill Gates, you know what I'm saying? Those, yeah. those are cards that you wouldn't expect, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of doubt. Like, there's a whole lot of doubt that goes into those people. Like, how many people do you think, like, like made fun of Steve Jobs for trying to make the iPhone? Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, No, I get you. They're totally, like, because of that wage gap, it shouldn't stop you. Exactly, yeah. It shouldn't be an excuse, but I, 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 it is present. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, because how would you change a wage gap? Uh, it would have to be distri- stri- distri- 
redistributing wealth from the upper upper one percent you know what i'm saying like it would have to be putting that back into like taking it from them yeah like oh, i mean yeah. like that's <laughs> where you never see happened, yeah. that's where you see like the 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 biggest thing is in between republicans and democrats is if taxes and if people think that taxes are going to affect the middle class and the real the real goal of like the democrats is to tax the upper the upper class the one percent and redistribute that wealth and like people in the republican side can argue for them like that's still their money and i could still see that argument you know what i'm saying like that a lot of them did work for that money and it ha- right. who, who are you to like just tell them that they need to give it back you know what i'm saying right, right, right. but at the same time like why isn't there compassion in those billionaires hearts to give back like you who is literally still trying to figure it mm-hmm. out for yourself yeah. but while in doing so trying to help other people along the way you know what yeah. i'm saying like why where is that lack of compassion in the people who have that much money you know what i'm saying right, right, right. so i guess that i guess that's the root of like the issue is like why right. people need to be forced to help each other you know yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but i mean the rich bro like i i worked at a, a landscaping company schumacher right um the rich they have no heart you know what i'm saying it's just kind of like i don't know i can't say that for all they have a heart for themselves and their their family i know like like the rich are like very it's like it's like my tribe versus your tribe it's not like yeah yeah yeah. like at schumacher we clean houses that they pay five hundred thousand dollars a year for landscaping for landscaping that's crazy that's insane that's ridiculous they pay ten million dollars to get they're the the landscape set up like built the way that they want you know what i'm saying like it's it's ridiculous right They'll see you working, and then um, they're, they're, there's dog shit everywhere, right? They tell you that you have to pick it up. That's not our job, but they'll, they'll tell you to pick it up. Um, they'll they'll have their kids, like, playing in an area, and they'll tell you to go cut the rest of the house, and then when you're ready, when their kids are done, then you can go cut that area. Um, they'll see you working in the, in the it's hot as, it's hot as hell outside, yeah. right? And they're just watching you work. They're drinking cold water right in front of you. Um, they'll get tight if you don't lift up their floor mat, vacuum under, vacuum the floor mat, not vacuum, leaf blow, like the yeah, blower, yeah. blow the, blow under the mat, the mat, blow the mat, put it down. If, if you put it down and it's not like the way that it was nice and square, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, they get anal about shit. Yeah. And then you go to a, like, now I go to a middle class house or like a, even a, a lower class or even like some rich people, like rich, not, not rich the way you, that you expect, but like just, just well off. They'll come, they'll, they'll call me sir. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, oh, you guys want water? Do you guys want anything? Do you guys want a sandwich? Do you want something? It's just like, it's different, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But when you go to like those really rich people houses, they they enjoy watching you suffer. It's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It, it They disconnect themselves from like the real world. I, I've, I've seen that in like, I mean, the jobs I work too. Like I've worked catering jobs and I've worked for people who've had a lot of money and they treat you like shit and they tell you, don't use my sink, don't do this, don't do that. And then I go to, uh, moose club for some boy scouts like meeting and they're the nicest people ever they're trying to help exactly. you clean up they're trying exactly. to help you work exactly. and it's, it's just like a i don't i don't know where that mentality i mean obviously it comes from being in the lower class and middle class and understanding those people and living with those people but like i don't know exactly what it is like obviously there's a pattern there but i don't know right. why people I don't know why money takes away compassion. You right, because they've never had the cars that we have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like, we, like uh, obviously, there's people that have it so much worse than than you and I. You know what I'm saying? Like way worse. Like there's people that come str- like actually out of the mud. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If that makes any sense, you like out of the mud. Um, but like even like from our our perspective, like we're like peasants to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
um, and to them, that's just how they, that's how they are. There's no, there's no point in complaining. That's just how they are. The amount of money that they make is only going to get bigger and bigger. And there's no, there's no point of like trying to dictate like, oh yeah, we want, we want you to get a higher tax bracket or whatever. Because mm-hmm. all the people, the, the people decided, like making the decisions for the U.S., they're, they're all rich. They're yeah. all really freaking rich. You know what I'm saying? So there's no point. They're not. We don't even know the real, I mean, the people who actually make the decisions for our country, we don't know who they are. We don't know their names. Yeah, so that's actually the, a fact, right? The, the people who yeah. hold blackmail and leverage over the politicians i mean we we're, we're shown faces and we're taught names but let's be honest i don't know who makes the real decisions mm-hmm. i don't i just see things on television like with my own eyes i only perceive yeah. what's around me you know media is so like corrupt right yeah everything's corrupt. i forgot i think it was nick gopal i'm not sure if you know him but he posted on his story like uh, the news yeah and they all say the same thing like word for word like all the news like all the news stations they yeah. all say the same thing like word for word mm-hmm it's it's crazy it's, that's actually insane. yeah and like you see fox news and cnn they both take a side but you know at the end like at the end of the day it still feels like both are gonna vote for trump or root for whatever is gonna get them views like they all say oh why won't trump concede why won't trump just shut up and it's like no you want him to keep talking you want this shit show to keep going because right. that's how you get views that's how you you stay alive you know what i'm saying exactly yeah. and no i totally get it and the biggest thing with media right now that's kind of frustrating me is people using like TikTok as a credible source of news. Like people will post TikToks on their stories or post TikToks on Instagram and be like, "See, this is what's wrong with Trump. This is what's wrong with Biden." And it's just like, right, but it's all out of context. It's like, yeah. who posted that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, who the, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that could be anybody. Yeah. That could be any source. Like go look it up on a news source yourself. But like you said, even those news sources could be fucking saying whatever. You know. Yeah. So I don't. Like you just gotta believe what you see. Yeah, and honestly, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't follow any of that, uh, like, political stuff or anything. You know what I'm I gave up on it to be honest. I was, I got into it before COVID. I was getting like really into it, and then once COVID hit, and then things started hitting the fan, I kind of gave up on it because like, and I mean, also this is super stereotypical, but if you listen to Joe Rogan, bro, he just makes you feel like everything. is a lie. Like it makes you feel like everything right. people say, like it doesn't, it's not real. It doesn't matter. You know. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 sometimes I like I listen to that kind of stuff, but honestly, like I just I don't I don't focus on it. Like I can't even vote, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have social security to vote. So like, to me, whether whoever's president is not gonna affect me. Um, that's just how I see it. Like, uh, there's so many problems with the U.S. You know what I'm saying? But wh- whether we like it or not, this is the best country to live in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like whether what, what wage like the gaps, whatever. It's still the best place to live in. It's the, it's the land of oppor- opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you can do like, dude, do you know how much an iPhone is going for in Brazil? No. 14K. Yeah. 14K for an iPhone. Do you know what this average salary in Brazil is? Like 600 to a thousand a month. Yeah. A month. That's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? That's for like a good, if you're going like to the favelas of like Rio Janeiro, it's like, what, maybe like a 150 a week. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's insane. I mean, the people who complain about our country are the ones who were born and raised. I mean, obviously, yes, there's problems with the country and we need things to, we need to change yeah, things yeah, and like everything else in the world, yeah. anything human created, there's problems because yeah. that's just, we're humans, we fuck mm-hmm. up. And, but like you said, like we, in my opinion and in my work experience, I feel as if we are the, one of the best countries, if not the best because the best, of how many yeah, people I've met. Best. 
and they've been so thankful just to have the opportunity to make money and yeah. have the opportunity to send their kids through school. Mm-hmm. And Dude, just that, the safety in the yes. United States is, is it's ridiculous. Like, in Brazil, you get pulled over by a cop, he'll spread your legs, like, just from you having a tattoo, right? Mm-hmm. He'll see, he'll, he'll, they'll think you're a gang-affiliated or whatever, even if you're dressed weird, if you have expensive clothes on, they think that you're selling drugs. Um, they'll pull you over, they'll spread your legs, they'll, like, they, they kick your legs, they don't spread your legs, they kick your legs, you know what I'm saying? So when in Brazil, they already know it's, it's this, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You guys are like, you're gonna be like a star, you know what I'm saying? There's no such thing as like, like, are you detained? There's no, no, no. So you say, are you detaining the place? Well, punch your window in, pull you out of your car, through your window, throw you on the floor, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not like here, you know what I'm saying? And there's no justice in yeah. that. In like Brazil, this- if you're driving with your window open and you have a watch on, just get, no, you're gonna, you're gonna hit in the face with a pistol, they're like choking you out, taking your watch and probably taking your wife's ring, everything, they're taking everything. You know what I'm saying? And you're lucky if they don't rape your wife, you know what I'm saying? Jesus. So it's like, in Mexico, it's even worse, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, the safety that you have here is, is ridiculous. Just the fact that you can drive around with your windows down, uh-huh. that's insane, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In Brazil, you can't kill uh, criminals, you know what I'm saying? If, if a guy's coming on into your house right here, you see him outside, he has a bat, yeah. and you shoot him, you're going to jail. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Not the U.S. You yeah. a guy coming into your house with a crowbar, you shoot him with a 12-gauge, you're not going to jail, you know what I'm saying? You're, yeah. you're, you're defending yourself. Um, Brazil's not like that. You can't kill criminals. Police yeah. officers can kill criminals all they want. You know what I'm saying? Um, and when they kill in Brazil, you hear it, you guys are complaining about like not you guys. I'm saying like the, the general. You're you're complaining about police officers shooting uh, like blacks and whites or whatever like six times, four times in Brazil. They empty out clips. Yeah. They make sure you're dead. You know what I'm saying? They they don't shoot you just to, to wound you. They shoot to kill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like even little kids, bro. They, there could be a little kid walking on the street. If they're in a shootout with the with the criminals, they're gonna keep shooting. They're not gonna stop for the little kid. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's, it's just, just wild. Yeah. So the, just this country is it's it's insane. You count your blessings. Yeah, it's insane. Now obviously there's the things that are going wrong, and most people only see that. Yeah, because you don't want to look at the rest. I mean, this is this is where you were born. This is where you have a right to live, and obviously you want to focus on your problems. Like you know, like fuck the immigrants wherever they're coming from. <laughs> I, I see that too. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like for for some other people, the, the U.S. is more than just like the the bullshit that's going on. It's like wow, this is a, this is like the closest no, thing t- we're getting to heaven. You know what I'm saying? No, I totally feel you, and I I come from a I mean I come from a lot of privilege. Like I really have the best cards in the game, like mm-hmm. the best cards. Like mm-hmm. I'm in a middle class family. I'm a white straight male. Like mm-hmm. I I feel like like I said, like the best cards in the game. Like I I'm so privileged beyond belief, and mm-hmm. then. I have people around me who are in very similar situations and say, like, this country sucks and, like, we need, like, there's so much wrong with this country. And But, like, then you ask, like, it's it's all about maturing and experience because then you talk to those people, they haven't had any minimum wage jobs. They've worked in, like, they've worked for their grandparents, their their parents' businesses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, my whole life I was working minimum wage jobs with people in my same city and they would tell, like, I just have so many stories I just remember working with so many adults, like we were saying, my age, minimum wage jobs, and then being so happy every day. Yeah. And me almost being like, like me being tired and being like, oh, I don't want to go to work. And them just being like, I'm happy to go to work because right. I have this opportunity to work because you don't understand. Like, like I just remember, I have so many stories people have told me about, like that woman who had three kids, she would always tell me like, you don't understand. Like my kids are going to school for free and I'm making money at the, like, you don't, like that's, yeah. be, like that's a, the greatest blessing in life. I have another guy I met at Target from Egypt and he's saying like in Egypt, yeah, things are cheap, but you can't make money. He's like, yeah, there's no yeah. ways to make money. He's, he says, I come here, I 
I work two jobs. I send my kids through school. I make so much money that I can still keep my house in Egypt and my house in America. Go back. He's like, America has been the land of opportunity. It has changed my life. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. So I, like, we were doing things right here. You know what I'm saying? We're doing things right. We're doing things wrong. And right now, the media shows us only what we've done wrong. Exactly. But if you exactly. talk to the people in your day-to-day life, if you look yeah. around. Like, if I never had media in my life and only saw what was in front of me, I would think America yeah, is the great. best thing in the exactly. world. Exactly. You know what I'm and most people are like that, you know what I'm For saying? For sure. There's people that are going to complain about what they don't have. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But if you look at what you have, you have a roof over your head, bro. Yeah. Go to Boston. Look at the people what they're wearing. Smell them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Smell no, them. I feel you. It's it's ridiculous, bro. And that that breaks my heart. How like people are at, at that point where they're they have nowhere to live. They have nowhere to go and take a shower. That yeah. that that actually like breaks my heart. Like almost every day, if I see, we just if, walk by them, bro. Like the the biggest thing with homeless people is people say like at first you go homeless, like you're not crazy. Like you're just you're just homeless and you're trying to figure it out. Like yeah, we say homeless for, yeah. people, it's just people experiencing homelessness. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we give them that we give them that title where they're like they are the thing and the biggest thing that fucks them up in the head is when people ignore them like when people just stop talking yeah, them, and then yeah. that's when they go crazy so like you people said, walk by like they're nothing yeah like people i mean i see a lot of girls and like i'm not calling anyone out but but like i see a lot of girls pass them and keep their head down and don't say anything but that's out of fear because like being a girl in the city like it is scary like when girls need to stay in groups and like they ask guys to walk yeah. places and certain things yeah. and i get that and like, but when I see a homeless person, they ask me for anything. Like, I, obviously, I can't give it to them every time. Right, right, right. I do it when I can, or yeah, I do it when I can. Right. But I always go out of my way to say something. Like, say, like, hi, hello, how are you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just give them that little dialogue. Remember that, like, right, we're right, all right. here. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. You are a person. You're just homeless. You're not a homeless person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's it's all about perspective and like. Like you said, bro, counting our blessings, like, you definitely, you've matured a lot, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you it, bro. respect a lot more the opportunity you've been given just being here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you, exactly. Yeah. You respect, you respect, I could just tell them the, the way you do things that you definitely have more respect for yourself, you have more respect for your surroundings and the people you work with, you know what I'm saying? Right, I'm not right. saying, like... I always fucking loved having you in Miss Loftus class. That shit was awesome, bro. <laughs> that was the funniest shit ever. Yeah. But, like, and that wasn't, like, you weren't even an issue in that class, to be honest. Like, that's what I'm Miss, saying. Miss Loftus yeah. liked you. Like, it was just yeah. joking around and stuff like that. It's, I mean. Yeah, I, I always talk about, like, I, talk, I always tell people that I don't understand why I was kicked out of high school. Because I was, I, I, like, a, an issue. But yeah. most teachers liked me. There was one teacher, the, the math teacher, was like some woman. I don't even remember her name. What is it? I mean, we we started talking about it, but we kind of stopped. What exactly did Travis and Riley say? Like, oh, okay. So, right, so I was like in a, I wasn't allowed to go to any of my classes. Yeah. I was in school, couldn't go to my classes. They said, all right, you're a threat. A be- threat? Be- because, because of that thing with the past, where I started going crazy. With, not going crazy. I was just like, all right, fuck you. Then I slammed the door. You know what? Nah. I, was, I was trying to go to math. You know what I'm saying? I was trying oh, to go oh, to class. Yeah. When, when that woman made you go back to the office yeah, a couple yeah, of times. Yeah. And then the, you, you slammed the door the, the last time or something? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, fuck it. And I slammed the door. And I walked off. I was like, hey, man, shit, let me go in the damn class. What do I do? I'm going to go home. And then they're like, no, just sit right there and do your work. Sat there, opened my Chromebook, started doing my work. And then I went to go to my next period of class. And then Travis was like, no, stay, stay there. You're not going to your classes anymore. She said, like, she sent them an email saying how she was scared of me and I can't be in her, you know what I'm saying? 
And then the only teacher that allowed me to go to her class was Miss Belial. That was the only class I was allowed to go to. She was like, no, I want Gee in my class. And they're like, no, no, he's in the stage. like, no, I want Gee in my class. Damn. Yeah, so then she, she was like the only teacher that allowed me to go to her class. All the other teachers were like, I fuck this kid, you know what I'm saying? What, would the other teachers have existing problems with you? No, never. It was Miss Klein, which uh, she liked me, but I, I don't know. She just didn't care. Um, I, I actually talked to her. I, I like, kind of flexed on Miss Klein a little bit. And then she was like, oh, wow. When did you talk to her? Uh, my girlfriend was doing her online classes and I went over there, I went over her house and I saw Miss Klein had ended the class and she still stayed in the, she stayed in the thing and then I just opened up the, I turned on the camera and the microphone and started talking to her. Damn. Yeah. She was like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you. Wow. You're doing so good. And I was like, yeah, things are going. And then, um, but like, there's still teachers that I want to, I wish I could show Mr. Riley how much damn money I make. <laughs> man, man, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You but, still got beef with him. Yeah, I, I don't like what he did. It, it, was, it wasn't anyone else's decision. It was Riley and Travers. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and it wasn't like they were trying they, to help you. It was just kind of no, like, it was oh, like, you're not we want you out of here. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we want you out of here. That's literally what it was. Um, so what was the options they gave you? Go to Phoenix. Yeah. Or get Adderall. Get Adderall? Yeah. If I get prescribed Adderall, I could stay at MHS. I don't they have said a, that? Yeah. And I don't have a social security, right? So I can't get health care. And then I went over there. Not healthcare, like insurance. Yeah. And then I went over there and I was like, man, can I get this prescribed to me? He's like, do you have insurance? No. Can you? Can I pay for it? No, you have to get it prescribed. Like, I don't know. It was like some random ass stuff. And I was like, please, I need this to go back to you. like, sorry, we can't give it to you. And then um, I was like, hey, man, I can't get Adderall. But my mom was like, please, like, just keep him in school. He'll do better. Give him one more chance. I'm like, no, he's out of here. But I never did anything, dude. Like, if you, yeah. if you were to think about it, like, all the kids that did so much shit, I didn't do not even, like, one-fifth of the shit yeah. that they did. You know what I'm saying? Um, Why do you think that is? Like, what's I have you... no idea. I have no idea, bro. Yeah. But in the end, in the end, it it was like the best decision for me was. It all works out. It all yeah, like it, it's just God's plan. You know what I'm saying? Like it, in the moment, it didn't feel like it, because I didn't have it. It was so, it caught me by surprise that I was getting kicked out. It of was course. like it was like a matter of like three days. So for me to find, not even a matter of three days, I found out two days before that I was getting kicked out. Then I went to try to get the Adderall, didn't get the Adderall, and then they were just like, all right, you got to get out of here. That's crazy that they tried to give you Adderall. Exactly. But, um... But, like, I don't know, Do bro. you believe in, like, faith and all that? Yeah, bro, I, I, I've you grown up religious? Christian. Yeah, so, like, I'm, I'm far, but I believe in God. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Um, but just, just for just for, Yeah, just for you having an idea, bro. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna show you how much I made, just because <laughs> I don't, I don't... I don't you know what I'm saying? Let's, let's look I'm sure how much I spent in November. No, I know. And that's you know what I'm saying? on your own business? No, that's just, that's the, that's like, uh, that's just like me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Getting, getting, get, like doing things for the car. You know what I'm saying? That's not, that's, uh, and I don't like saying, I, I, don't say the number, you know what I'm saying? But like, like three times this is what I made. Yeah. In one that's month. That's good. You right? do what you said. Keep buying, appreciating exactly. assets. Keep right. putting that shit back into yourself. What is it? What day of the what day of the the week is it right now? No, what day of the week is it? It's the second of December. That's how much I've made so far in December. Not yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like the the, the cars that I that 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 I was I was given. I'm yeah. not here selling drugs. I'm oh. not working a forty hour. You know what I'm saying I'm I'm just working with what I have. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like, like the, I feel like one of the worst things that you can be looked at is a dropout. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like if you're a dropout, you're a nobody. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. You're, yeah. Good luck getting a job. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
that wasn't that 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 wasn't what I saw for myself. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm not gonna let like school determine who I'm gonna be and who I'm not gonna be. You know what I'm saying? And then does what gives you your self confidence? The ma- the number on your phone or the, your work ethic? Work ethic. Yeah. Cause even I could be working and not getting that much. Uh huh. Cause I still I know that one day. Cause it wasn't always like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh huh. My 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 bank account has been negative many times. Yeah. Many times. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. As long as you have, what is it? Determination. Mm-hmm. If that's even the right word. It's no, like, it is. It's, it's knowing who you are and what you're capable of. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, it's what you're spending your time doing. If I'm spending my time playing Xbox all the time, I'm not going to be making money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I'm spending my time hanging out with friends all the time, I'm not going to be making money. If uh, like I'm not sure if you've ever heard the song by uh, Tory, Tory Lane. It's like, bitch, I'd be broke if I wanted to cuddle. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, and that's a fact though, because all these guys are like, they, 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 they just focus on hanging out with their girlfriends and hanging out with their friends, eating out. Bro, let me tell you how much money people spend eating out every day. No, I know how much money people spend. You know what I'm saying? I have to eat out every day because I'm always on the road and I don't cook. And my usually my mom, my, when my mom makes food, my, my brother's kind of fat, so there's no leftovers. <laughs> but um, it's just like, so I'm always I'm always eating out, but even when I like worked for, like for other people, yeah, I'd say about like thirty percent of my my money was all going to food. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because you eat in the morning, you eat at night, and then some not at night at lunch, mm-hmm. and then you buy a Red Bull throughout the day probably, and then if you're working late, you're gonna buy dinner while you're working too, and then just all your my money was going to that, and then I started I started eating from home, mm-hmm. and I started seeing a lot more of my money. And then what, instead of taking that money, what I did is instead of just working for somebody else, I started buying my own tools. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then I bought all my tools and I started with, I started with $600. Like what, I, what I'm doing right now, I started with $600 in my mom's car because I sold my car to buy a license. Mm-hmm. Like my, the, the license that I have, I paid you know, like 1000 Jesus. Yeah. Um, so I took, I, took my, I took my money, got my mom's car. Started looking for jobs, found a job, got the deposit for the job. The guy, the guy qualified me. What did yeah. I do with my money? I didn't go fucking buy the new Xbox. I didn't yeah, go yeah, yeah. buy designer clothes. I went and I bought tools for the job. Now I have over, over five thousand, six thousand dollars worth of tools, just tools alone. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and that allowed people that didn't have tools but would work for me to go and do the job using my tools. You know what I'm saying? They they work for sixteen, eighteen hours like $18 an hour, yeah. they'll come and do the job for me for like maybe like $2 more than that, $3 more than that, and I'm yeah. getting paid from that. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting paid like 50 times that, what they're, what they're, what they're going to charge me. And then, and I just, just started going. And then now, now I want to expand to employees, but I don't know how the summer's going to do. I, don't, I haven't figured out how to like project my business yet. How has COVID affected you? Not, bro, I haven't got a dime, a dime from from unemployment really? you know what I'm saying and I see so many people receiving unemployment money and they're all blowing it on stupid <laughs> stupid things yeah like if I were a citizen and I was getting unemployment money oh my goodness bro that's just she would be right yeah, cause I, I, I get paid I get paid cash you know what I'm saying so I don't declare any of it you know what I'm saying and I try to avoid putting it in my bank account but most of the times I have to put it in my bank account um so like I don't know, I just see them blowing out such stupid things, like... No, I get you. you know what I'm saying? And I don't get the... I mean, I understand 
like design our clothes and stuff like that I guess mm-hmm. like it, it's art in a sense but the way it's the way it's used at our level of income is kind oh, of oh yeah no you know but, what I'm saying like you're just trying to show people what you could get you could mm-hmm. buy a three hundred dollar belt like cool I don't really care you know what I'm saying like it, it my belt's fifteen dollars and it holds up my pants like yeah same yeah job. No, I, I, I honestly, to be honest with you, I like designer clothes. No, yeah. But if I have bills to pay, or if I'm saving up to buy a car, or if I'm whatever the you what, got obligations. I have things that come before. Like I, I, I like smoking, right? Mm-hmm. I smoke. I so I jewel. I like smoking jewels. But if I have to pay my phone bill or something like back, even when I was like when I was like when I had less money, like a lot less money, I, uh, I always had priorities. I'm not gonna go buy a pack of jewel pods knowing that I have to pay my my phone bill. Yeah. I'm not gonna go buy jewel pods over food. You know what I'm saying? And then there's certain kids that are like, yo, man, fuck a car. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather I'd rather just buy a, a Louis Vuitton bill or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And that's gonna fill the void of me not having a car for like the next like t- like two weeks. So I'm saying like, oh, I just bought a belt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think it's hilarious. <laughs> the next thing you know, you see in your story, uh, belt for sale. <laughs> yeah, literally, bro. <laughs> that, like, I bought I bought a Louis belt. And I, I I don't know. It was like eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I regret it though. Like I still, I, I still, I still wear it. Yeah. But, but I, I do regret it because it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid. Well, what's your appeal to designer? Um, I, I like it. You know what I'm saying? I, I like, I like it. But at the same time, I like, I like design. It doesn't scream too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you, if, if you know that, I, if you know what it is, you know what it is. If you don't, you don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like um. I I feel like it's such a stupid thing to invest money in. Like I still do it just because I I I I I don't know. I'm stupid when it comes to that. Like I like and I like buying those things, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't go to the point where I'm gonna be broke because of it. Yeah. Or it, like if if I have enough t- like money to buy it like ten times, mm-hmm. then I'll go and I'll buy it. Is it considered an? It's I mean when you buy something, you're never gonna be able to resell it for its original value, but you could definitely resell like that clothes at some point in time. Like you, when you when you buy a designer, do you have any like? I know a lot of people who buy designer. To sell? Yeah, like not no. intention to sell, but like intentional. Keep it pretty pristine, so when they're done with it, they could sell it. No, 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 no. Once it once it's yours, it's yours. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it's it's just it's stupid, you know what I'm saying? Like. No, I get that. I don't know. It's like obviously there's resellers and 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 people that that like all that, but like why not just like just buy and use it? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I get you. Like I, I don't know. For sure. No, I, t- I totally get you. But I don't think that's any sort of investment. I think that's just people being broke. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, I'm going to buy it, keep it healthy so I can sell it later. No, yeah, you know I get saying? you. I feel you. But, um, I don't know if you've been listening to these podcasts, but I have the guest pick like the the song for the intro. So, yeah. you got a favorite song? Yeah. I have to decide which one, but uh, I'll let you know. You, word. you can just send it to me whenever, and then uh, I'll just put it on. But uh, this is dope. It's been a while. I, I, I definitely... It was nice catching up, like... Yeah, for sure, bro. I'm really happy to see you doing well off, bro. Like, I like to see people succeeding. And, like, especially with your mentality, bro. Like, to me, no matter how much money you ever show me on that, yeah. like, six, you've already found success. Because right, you right. know what it takes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what you need to do to stay afloat. You know what you right, need to right, do right. to stay happy. You know what I'm saying? And, like, to my, in my eyes, like, success is just progression. And that's all you're doing. That's all you're focused on. You're not staying stagnant, you know? Yeah, bro. So keep that shit up, for sure. 
100%. Word, I'm gonna wrap this up. Peace out. Shout out to all my niggas trapping, living tax free. These days the seven figures when they tax me. I can't complain, I came straight off the back streets. Can't explain how I feel. I'm just happy I'm here. Hard to tell a nigga not to shine. Yeah, all you know is hard times. Super futuristic, cool 2025. Agent came in the trunk, the only reason he's alive. And Got it out the mud. I always knew this day would come. Yeah, they don't know now about where we were. Finally, ran it up, ran it up.